Please stand by for another episode of Wired Shut. Uh, welcome to Wired Shut. <laughs> He's been your host, Logan. I've been uh, your host, Jesse. Yeah, and this is yeah. our guest, Cullum. Yeah, hello, Call Cullum. Uh, hello, Cullum, from the New Plymouth. Do you live in New Plymouth? I was never sure on that. Do you live in New Plymouth? No, London? I don't. I live just yeah. outside of it. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, no, I just, um, I think Dad mentioned something about you guys living in New, uh, somewhere around New Plymouth ways, and I was like, oh, I just assumed they were still living in that house that we filmed to my boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. That's long Which... gone now. That's like, that's gone to shit. That's all the. That's the only way I picture your house and your mum, though, Cullum, is, is Logan in a wig in your garage. Logan in a wig. <laughs> house has gone to shit. Why, why does that sound like you just left the house in its present condition and it collapsed over time? out of like no, you still own it, it it's just been mistreated and forgotten about yeah i'm still assuming no, there's a table so. in your garage and a, and a lawnmower that's in the way that we use as a wheelchair for a stephen hawking bit you're still there <laughs> you just don't know it yet uh, it's, um, it's it's that acid trip that, i had all over it. <laughs> oh god <laughs> Uh, I can still picture your dad now just calling us puffs for dressing like women. <laughs> you got you got the best and the worst of that. Yeah. So hey, I'll have you I'll have you know Chester 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 Burroughs wore this dress, thank you very much. What renowned local puff Chester Burroughs? Where are you going with that? Do you not remember when we went to hire those costumes? I do, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, and I, I kept trying not to just say Chester Bennington no, right then. But... I think I think I don't okay. know whether it was the clothes or whether it was just the the like oversized high heels. You brought those ones from home, those high heels. We didn't ask you to wear those. You insisted. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. And I just got on a bent of looking at property. Yeah, talk us through your house buying experiences before we get into reviewing Mortal Kombat. Um, it gone? What are you buying? I haven't. I haven't, and I probably won't for some time yet. A two and a half bath colonial. <laughs> two and a half How did you bath. know what I was looking at right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a half bath. Half it's bath. A ha- it's a half Two and a half bath. Baths. Half in the bath. Half in the bath. It's on the big bath. <laughs> Doesn't a half bathroom just mean toilet with no shower or bath? Yeah, it's just a shitter hole that you can bathe in. It's it's that pooper that you can still have a shower while you have guests. My wife, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, okay. Half bath is just a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> you just, you know, and as long as there's no stains on it, you just sort of dip in there and hit the pits. And... Isn't a bath just a toilet? You can't flush. You can flush a bath. <laughs> Not the way <laughs> I use it. <laughs> uh, oh, Jesus. Mortal Kombat. 
No, I was I was doing like a kind of intro music. You were doing the you did the X Men theme, son of a bitch. I I was specifically doing something from Space Jam. I just realized you... my notes for today say Morty Combat, not Mortal. Morty Combat. You read the um the working titles for a Space Jam sequel back in the nineties. They no. um it was like Golf Jam when they wanted uh like Tiger, Tiger Woods. Woods. It was like the the jam part of the name is the basketball component of that name. Yeah. Just, you need yes. to keep the space bit. <laughs> yeah, calling something know. golf jam is calling something golf basketball. I don't get it. We, yeah. yeah. It's no, because the first movie was NBA Jam. Yeah, pump up. And the, the jam. second one was Space Jam. Column as our resident Warner Brothers representative, what do you have to say for yourself? Yeah. Maybe he's eating dinner outside his wardrobe again. Are you is there, he, Colin? Is uh, it's coming in and out. <laughs> uh, you what? are wrong. <laughs> is that, <laughs> <laughs> is that your official position? You're half in the closet. Top half or bottom half? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm just convinced he's a soundboard that you're using to fuck oh, with me. Bottom of the face. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Batman visible, visible chin line. Got it. Yeah. No, but that, the, that the urine is indeed seeping really late, right? The urine is indeed seeping through his mouth hole. Truly, madly, yeah. deeply. <laughs> Oh, that's a real savage garden you have there. <laughs> Truly, they were a savage garden. Uh, I want savage to join savage garden. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> <laughs> and that other guy called Garden. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was his name, right? I just like Savage, the, yeah. the mental image because they're all so like little and um like pop rocky looking and then just Savage would be the width of all four all four of them. What would you rather see the, 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 the Yeah. Would know. you would you rather see the Savage Garden guys dressed like in Decepticons gear or would you rather see Savage dressed up as, as Savage Garden? <laughs> I mean clearly Decepticons gear. <laughs> And by Decepticons, oh, I, I don't that. mean with a Z. I want to, <laughs> I want to see Savage in the tight leather pants. That's yeah, same. Savage. Like Savage dressed like Savage Garden will make it feel like he's in Eddie's. If anyone uh, remembers Eddie's. Do uh, no one. <laughs> 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 uh, what's King Capisi up to these days, anyway? Um. I don't know, but I've heard the restrooms from the old plantation nonstop. Where is King Capisi now, and is he hot? <laughs> I'm googling it. Hang on, he's in a festival with Shafu. Okay, he's All in right. Wellington. Okay. Uh, um. Oh, a certain um. A certain family member got a call today from Ben Lamas's representation. <laughs> His, like, church representation, or...? No, like his agent. Oh, like, um... Apparently he's relaunching his career. Right, okay. They thought there so... was big, like, brand cross-pollination potential in New Zealand because he's doing a performance in Dubai. 
So who's his agent? Westgate, like Malls and Chartwell? That's the last time I support saw him perform. I don't know, but apparently he owns an F45 <laughs> gym, and his agent sees that as more of a reason for um, brand potential. <laughs> like, there's more brand sales cross pollination potential with the fact that he owns an F45 than the fact that yeah. he was a pop so, star. Do you remember Ben Lummis? Yeah, well now he does chin ups. Do you remember Ben Lummis? He owns a franchise. <laughs> Uh, I googled Ben Lummis just now and the first picture that popped up is him like doing a bro handshake with um with with Cullum. Yeah. With, what's his face? Mike I, I told them I told them to just go back to him and um go back to her and say that um they're already in a brand deal with Michael Murphy, sorry. Yeah, alright. Michael Murphy does look like the son of Jerry Ailman, because I always pictured Jerry Ailman like a forty five year old guy. Yeah, it would, it's it's <laughs> That really listened to like really took in the like the Nigel Latter TV episodes of like TV back in the day. It's like you know? a nineties uh, yeah. column crossed with a bit of um, like what's the Jason Gunn? Yeah, so it's just column became a column became a dad, but it only read from the book of Nigel Latter. That's who I picture Jerry Elman as, and he's got like a real passion for local community theatre. <laughs> <laughs> Even when I was seventeen, Jerry Elman was forty six. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I went to the sixth most haunted location in New Zealand. Explain. Um, Napier Prison. Oh. To meet um, Ben Lummis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's where the cross pollination deal happened. Yeah, okay. Um, Did the warden scare you out like us that one time? Oh shit, that was so scary. <laughs> but we should, we need to go back there. No, but I did find out that it's the place where Redemption Hill happened. That, oh, true. Yeah, and do you remember Redemption Hill? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Do you remember what that was Jesse? Uh, the the New Zealand reality TV show with the like. Um, delinquent kids was sent to a prison. Oh, yeah, it was scared straight. Yeah, right, gotcha. Okay, I was thinking it was some sort of, like, the Tribe-era TV show. Oh, I think it was a little bit later than that, but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Who what? There's the kid that ran away. The kid that ran away, who looked like the main character from the Bomb Funk MCs video for um, Freestyler. I oh, I think he was one of the ones that was on the memorial there because he's dead now. Oh shit! <laughs> oh no! Two of the kids from that show are dead now. Shit! Um, they're just like two boys. One's like skinny and tall with dreads. The other one's short with like sort of dreads. Yeah, teen well, participant. dreads. Yeah. Uh, uh, a teen participant, Aaron man. Mark Lambert, was killed in a high-speed crash in his hometown of Hamilton. And then another show participant, Jesse Young, died following an accident when he was hit by a motor vehicle. That. Yeah. Yes, that was what I just laughed about. Yes, thanks for confirming that. Yeah. R.I.P. Redemption Hill. Um, (laughs) Also... Redemption Hill's not dead. (laughs) Ah, okay. Still alive now. uh, Yeah, so tell us about the prison. That model is still viable. Um, (laughs) Oh, yeah. So there's like a garden around the back of the prison that part of the kid's like experience on the show was putting that together and like experiencing building something yeah. and having it come to fruition. Um, what I don't know whether was on the TV show was that one of the girls claimed to have a quite violent ghost encounter. Oh, 
No, I don't remember that. Let's see if we can find that on TVNZ On Demand. Um, which... I would have remembered that. They did not put that in the show. Um, Redemption Hill One Ghost. Tree Hill. And not Redemption Hill Ghost of Tsushima. I don't oh, care. I'm just going to watch this, Chad Michael Murray. the beliefs of that. Redemption Hill Ch- Church. Um, one of the girls, I don't know which because I don't remember the name, but basically said she was sleeping at night and got lifted and flipped on the bed and then kind of, I don't know, it kind of implied like something ghost rapey was going on. Yeah, she just seems to be quoting um, like Scary Movie too. Is that right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wow. Is that fact? Yeah, but that scene in my head. Um, rape, Jesse. That's a fact. Oh, hang on a second. I'm just, I'm confused about this whole, this Napier Prison's website. It seems really in bad taste, the kind of escape room bullshit they've got playing on there, going on there. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a youth hostel for a while too, and a kind of like... Coming from overseas and sleep in prison conditions. It's cheap and fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which led like, to... Look, this is from I the would. website. I just saw it in the group chat. It's like stupid. Yeah, no, you could yeah. do the entire tour wearing one of those prisoner uniforms. Wow. Um, and the tour we went on wasn't the default one. It was the ghost tour. <laughs> which is just you... Um, Does that mean your tour guide is the ghost? <laughs> No, nah, it was it was one of those or like self-propelled tours where you um you hold like an old head. it's like <laughs> yeah that you hold like an old telephone up to your ear and uh, push buttons on it and then it plays audio recordings to you while you walk around. The newly revamped tour delivers tales from former residents and inmates and relates experiences of the paranormal. It includes findings from renowned psychics like Calvin Cruikshank, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lou Nicholson, <laughs> uh, <laughs> sniffing murder. He's got his fucking buttery fingers in every hole. If there's a ghost, he's in on it, mate. He's got the <laughs> buttery hole. He's, di- <laughs> he's diversified <laughs> his uh, ghost portfolio. Let's check yeah. out the old Crookshank website. Where is he now, and is he hot? <laughs> oh, Calvin <laughs> Cook. Oh, we could, we could book he's a workshop with the guy. Yeah, he's he's doing lots still. I um, feel if like we, we should... weren't busy, there's actually a... um. Paranormal Auckland tour of the prison coming up in June, which you can buy tickets to be a part of, where you have a dinner with Paranormal Auckland and then hang out at the prison with them through the night while they do a um, like paranormal oh, investigation. Kind of yeah, yeah. Awesome. When is that June? Yeah. That's cool. I want to go to there. Oh. I saw a picture of Calvin Crookshank like side by side with a very, very photoshopped picture of a woman and I thought that he'd transitioned. But no. <laughs> um oh, he just he's, def- he's married he's to somebody from uh from Married at First Sight. He's definitely using Squarespace like to build his website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his website's got like strong Squarespace vibes. <laughs> Squarespace design. <laughs> Yeah. Squarespace, steaming mad at dirt. So for the low, low price of $495 each, we could we could have a personalized workshop with, with Calvin Cruikshank <laughs> as BTU. Uh, like, we could do that. Uh, That's a thing. BTU, a, a company in no way affiliated or mentioned on this podcast. No. Register interest. Workshops are restricted to limited participants as I prefer to be up close and personal. Ugh. Workshops begin at 9 a.m. and conclude at 4 p.m. Ooh. Nine till four. 
so tempting to piss away money on that. Yeah, because the longer he no, keeps but, you there, the more tired you get, the more open to his <laughs> shit you'll be. Yeah. yeah. But he's... Top. Conduct personal readings is my guess it took damage. I, I think it's also he's like trying to help teach you how to um, do this shit yourself. Yeah. You allow, get, teach, it teaches you ways to engage more with spirit, is what he calls it. And medium. A buffet lunch will be provided. <laughs> well, better be for $495. I'm well aware I'm paying for it. Uh. Uh, I wonder if we get there and get the K-pop. Can we just inquire really, really specifically about the lunch spread? <laughs> so who who will be? Are we talking like a subway uh, subway sandwich platter, or we can <laughs> learn how to interpret the messages and how to separate yourself from your physical world to the spirit world with vibration and tuning and techniques. Learning new pod. I feel like we should just take cuts of this and add this to the to the Wired Shut website. In terms of what Wired <laughs> Shut will do for you, what will the Clum Down yeah. do for you? What would do mediumship like? for us? <laughs> that shit's easy. <laughs> All you do is just be really assertive, and people just go, "Oh, I guess you're right." Cold reading is so much less about being intuitive and more about being assertive and having people just provide you with the extra information. We have discussed you this. The... We have it's discussed like this at comedy, length. but less, um, less difficult. We have discussed at length our idea for Ghost Cunt. <laughs> oh, shit, is that what Ghost Cunt was? Yeah, it's our us as paranormal investigators. Was... Yeah, that's what they were supposed to be. Yeah, that's but what I like mean. So... reading spirits. No, but uh, this is just further defining our roles in the in the paranormal yeah. team. Oh, Lo- right, Logan's yeah, the cold Logan reader is. who just aggressively uses his sociopathy <laughs> to convince widowers and people in mourning <laughs> to accept spirits into their life. Um, Cullum, you need to dye your hair blonde and really just gel it to fuck. Um, yeah, put on an oversized white t-shirt and like a puka necklace. Why? Who's that? And leaning. That's, that's, that's like. There's like peak Calvin Crookshank. It's this guy here leaning against oh. the tree. Why do I have to be Calvin Crookshank? You're the guy that wanders around and touches things and has like moments where like you get weirded out by the 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 coldness in a room. And I'm just the guy oh, that's tinkering with all the tools. <laughs> what, all I'm, of I'm that a, is true except for the touching things. I'm I just <laughs> exactly. And I, I'm just the one setting I up all the all the equipment things. and wearing headphones and like changing dials and stuff. And yeah, I'm the, I'm the one closest yeah. to death. Jesse's <laughs> just a conduit. <laughs> I am the spirit solenoid that you guys use yeah. Yeah. to communicate. Yeah. Yeah, we just—it's just us holding Cullum as a dowsing rod. <laughs> we we go <laughs> we we unpack Cullum out of a massive like uh, industry like production. Well, tool no, it's clearly like, just a cello case. <laughs> Yeah, but in the same little to- the same toolkit, like we've just got this massive like truncate like trunk of of equipment. We have a separate trunk with column in it. Yeah, and a separate one with. And it's not me making the noise; it's Logan going. me around. And I'm wearing headphones. And then going, I, say, oh, I found something, guys. Yeah, I feel quite cold here. Yeah, because <laughs> you're naked and it's blurred out. We or we can't. <laughs> 
because we packed your clothes in a different trunk. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's been pretty cold up here in this dusty attic. It's quite cold yeah. in this spooky place. I refuse to do it, but honestly, if you shave me, I'm probably the most Calvin Crookshank looking of the three of us. <laughs> Would you Come at on, least yeah. get your hair dyed yeah. for it? No. <laughs> 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 I thought maybe you won't shave, no, but you, no, I'll commit you to these bits. I'm not committing to these bits. <laughs> um, okay. But it, but Napier I'll Prison commit. has an interesting history. I'll commit to being waved around naked. I'll be the tool. I thought I was naked. You were clothed, and I was waving you around. <laughs> <laughs> Going wee wee wee. <laughs> It's pretty cold in here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Jesse whispering to somebody else behind the camera. I don't know what he's doing. I'm just playing with <laughs> dials that don't actually connect to anything in, in the house that were there. Um, and every, you're, you're, every, like, you're the straight man. You're you're carrying a boom mic around and seem to be in charge of the film crew. But just but, every every minute to a minute and a half, says, it I cuts. Paid for this <laughs> yeah. Every two minutes or so, it just cuts to the same footage of me like taking off my headphones because something like screamed through my my headset, <laughs> and I thought it was, mild, was mildly paranormal. <laughs> But it's usually just one of you just holding a microphone too close to another microphone. Ask, yeah. <laughs> just you aggressively turning the volume more and more up so you, the camera's just picking up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, the ghosts. <laughs> that's, uh, that's white noise there. Yeah. White like a ghost. I just slowly turn up the volume while tinkering with the pan. Just from left to right, the balance left. Is that what, is that what the experts call it? Do they white noise? I'm just isolating the the frequency here, guys. If we could just. Uh... I mean, I don't know whether you've ever um ever watched BuzzFeed Unsolved Paranormal on YouTube, but like you don't even have so to... many words that I don't care about in a particular order. <laughs> yeah, if, if you if you clear the BuzzFeed off it, it's basically a um. A short, terrified, and a really tall, um, skeptic guy going to haunted locations and recording and using all the same stupid um, ghost detecting equipment. Generally, coming up with absolutely nothing, but still, the guy is just terrified and absolutely believes in everything, and the other guy is just bored. Oh, this is the straight man versus guy who believes everything thing that you keep. Yes, trying yes. To get me to watch. Yeah. yeah, I keep trying to get you to watch it, and I know in about three to six months you will find it organically and start talking to me about it <laughs> no no i'll do the red letter media thing where i'll start making references to it but don't actually acknowledge that i've watched any of that stuff i'll just start spitballing the same shit at you that you talked to me about six months ago but refuse to acknowledge it came from the same source it's yes. way more fun and in conclusion um napier is clearly a town built on a floodplain. oh that's where this started right okay napier. yeah um and there is a large hill that has too many houses too closely perched to the sides of that will all eventually be destroyed in an earthquake. So you either get flooded or you get hit by an earthquake. Uh, but the prison is a lot like... It feels like you're in some sort of fallout settlement. Like it's got a big old stone wall around the whole thing, the whole complex. Got a bunch of raggedy old sort of cobbled together buildings. Um, I remember that from Redemption Hill, the big wall. 
Yeah, which is actually deceptively not around the whole prison. <laughs> it's kind of just a front wall for the most part. The rest of it has a big, like, um, there's a land wall behind it. I'm more interested in the Napier prison the tour's website. They just told them to be back by dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more interested No, in it was a legit than... high-security prison. It was also operating all the way up to the 90s. The FAQ on this website is quite intense, too. Question really. one. Can we stay in a room longer than 60 minutes? No. Once your 60 minutes have expired, you must leave the room. Question two. Do you provide pens and paper? We will provide you with pens and paper. For what? Oh, for the escape room. No. Gotcha. Yeah, the escape room stuff. Yeah. Are also, those really frequently asked questions that you needed to put on your website? Apparently. Um, the, the coolest part is that they keep the front door to the prison locked, and when you... Um, when you like click the buzzer, the dude actually walks up, opens like the who who are you slider and like peers out at you <laughs> and you have to tell him why you want to come in. You have to say the password. Which which in organic real life terms just means you go, um, uh, are you open? And he's like, Yeah, no, of course we're open and you're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> and then he just, shuts it aggressively. And there's that awkward yeah. wait while he's unbolting everything. Yeah. And so there's only like a 60% chance that Colum ends up teabagging one of these performers, right? You guys remember that? Yeah. Wait, what? Remember when Colum Do you remember that? Ass- you teabag- remember, when Colum- remember when Colum definitely oh, sexually assaulted a poor, wor- yeah, poor worker. Okay, <laughs> the house worker. I thought it was a mannequin. <laughs> we all did. <laughs> and then... And then the person screamed at my nutsack or something, like in their creepy voice. <laughs> yeah, and she, she leapt to her feet, and I still remember that vividly, that you basically just lifted off the ground and moved backwards two metres and then landed again <laughs> in a single movement in a way I've never seen any other person do before or she since. <laughs> she also just got up, screamed at us, and left, too. So, that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. My favorite was the girl in the stairwell that was like, let me out of here. And I was like, I'm pretty sure you're in the way out. You're and we're in <laughs> She's like, Stable, shut up, and then left. <laughs> Some part of me struggles to just give the um, annoying theater kids the time of day. No, we were all taking the piss that whole time. I think. Yeah, yeah. But we were. that army sergeant dude told us sort of drop down and give him twenty or whatever, and I said, "Oh, I've got a medical exemption," and showed him my dialysis tube and just stood around. <laughs> did we do it? Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, you guys did it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm offended that I did it. There's a lot no, of that was in the it. part where the where the machine gun was going off full noise, so I think we were just having sensory issues. I'm just <laughs> like, okay, well, let's just do this because it's loud noise. <laughs> he was yelling at us, yeah. <laughs> people yelled. It was a whole thing. We learned yeah. pretty quickly if you just stop running from the people in the corn maze, they'll stop chasing you. Yeah, they 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 only they, really well, they prey on the people they, that um they put their um. They put their chainsaws up my bum and then ran away yeah. again. Got yeah, I got molested yeah. with a chainsaw too. Yeah. I, I think you guys went to a different else. place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got tired of waiting for you. Just, just yeah, like, that sounds like one of the nights that you guys just stayed up all night and then wandered around town. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was just me pushing Cullum around in a shopping cart. Ended up going to the movies at 10am and falling asleep. We were cold. Yeah, we did. We, we made it halfway through Harry Potter 6. <laughs> 
we we sat in the coffee and had one drink for as long as we felt comfortable doing. <laughs> that's right. I think we had a cookie, didn't we, as well? Oh, maybe, place. yeah. 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 Because it was we... the first place open. Yeah, that's right. And, and Mostly we, we were just food. cold. Yeah, it wasn't cold last night, and it was Hamilton. Most of the best of times. <laughs> we spent uh, most of so our let's... time looking at all the band posters in that part of town that you can't actually really reach unless you walk around at night. Yeah. Wait, where's that? Explain. It's like in the. It's right in the middle of town, but it's just like um, this little alleyway in between like four buildings. Yeah, and it's, it's um, in event posters. It's 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 off Ward Street, right? Something like that. I don't know. But it, it was weird because no one will ever be in there. But it had all of these posters for events in there that no one will ever see. Yeah. Even at the like the dead of night, there was no one there. Doing dead of night things, reading posters. What you doing? Um, I, I I sent through a couple of images that I took while I was at the prison. Because um, yeah. it, it seemed to predominantly be just full of gang members, basically. From now on, whenever you talk about that trip, Logan, you have to say, when I was in prison. When I, I was in one. prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to send you some pictures from when I was in prison. <laughs> Wait, is that second photo meant to be a penis or a fist? Um. You're supposed to think it's of it like as a, a fist peanut. doing a shaka. Is that what you mean? Yeah, because it looks like a dick. Oh, you mean the. <laughs> oh, okay. I was looking at the other one. Um, yeah, no. So I think what happened is all of these have examples of like, um, you know, the next gang member turns up from an opposing gang and defaces the original gang member's thing. Right. Gotcha. So oh, I think okay. it's a black power fist that, yeah, somebody's turned into a. Um, into a throbbing cock. Yeah, and written. Honestly, Nigwig? <laughs> I think just Nig Nig twice. Is it? No, because I remember it in person. I can't remember what it said, but I remember. Yeah, no, it is a W. This is just us trying to interpret that shit that you spray painted onto that piece of artwork that I've got hanging right in front of me. All that came before is irrelevant. Yep. Exactly. No, no one can actually read irrelevant when they see it for the first time. I just and ran I, out of space. That's the problem. <laughs> I, yeah, and I almost always forget what <laughs> that word says as well. <laughs> it's one of those things where you like start scribbling with big letters and you're all bold and then you realize you're running out of space and you start cramping them more and more together. Putting um, them up the steps. Yeah, rotating around a corner and going like, yeah, I meant to yeah. do that. It's <laughs> a look. Um, because it, it, it put into, we actually had to research it to understand why the fuck that was, and we actually found the answer within the prison. Um, why the fuck the um, slogan for the mongrel mob, who I know as a mostly mouldy gang, is Sig Effing Heil? <laughs> oh, that's that's purely because it, um, it, they co-opted the British Bulldog from World War Two, slapped Sig Heil onto it to fuck white colonialist people. No, so the off. gang was started by white dudes in Napier. Yeah, but the Sig Heil thing only really came through in recent years, like it, not at, right at the start. It was all about just trying to fuck off the establishment by conflating British democracy with uh, Nazi 
like imagery. Uh, you just push to get it to fuck off the powers that be, rather than anything else. It's just purely designed to fuck, fuck people the off. Powers. Yeah. Strangely enough, it's all just meant to be something that fucks people off when they read it, which it does. So. Well, it failed on Logan. He was yeah. just confused it, it, and just, not interested. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't understand why. Oh, that, that was my, on. yeah, it was like, why, why, why is this even a thing? And that's apparently the reason. So they wanted to, um, to piss just, off. Uh, the, it's just a charge of... statement, so they yell it. Yeah, it's a charge statement to piss off the British. Oh, okay. Um, be it that, I, I, the, the prison was a, there were definitely some, like, parts of the building that you're like, yeah, this, like, just seems rough and oppressive, but no part of me is like this room feels haunted or anything like that. And there was, you know, there was even a corner of the prison where there would be periodically a gallows, and there was a um, slightly fenced area that was assumed to be where all the prisoners had that had been hung were buried standing up. But it said the um, area was just a guess. It wasn't necessarily the correct location. Hmm. Um, Potentially spook. The ghost tour is boring. If if you take away anything from um, yeah. <laughs> from my experiences, that the actual it's it's a American accent that sounds like it comes by way of Southeast Asia doing the tour. So, so, so it's so like Singapore. <laughs> yeah, so it's like a Singaporean American sounding accent, and yeah. it's. It's done in a very self-serious kind of way. Um, and there were multiple points where he'd like get shit wrong and then repeat the statement <laughs> and the edits weren't done. <laughs> oh, shit. So you just have like... Him, boring. <laughs> you'd have him like say a sentence and then he'd stop and then he'd repeat the sentence from the beginning without the error and he hadn't gone back and wiped out <laughs> what he'd changed. Okay, this sounds like that we've gone into the future, does, like, and we, we're responsible for this. I'd watch like, a movie is, like that. Is... <laughs> yeah. A movie where it just goes back and resets scenes when it fucks up. Uh, man, okay. Uh, so, in conclusion, Napier is definitely haunted. Also, Napier has a place called Meany. Called Meany? Is it a strip It's spelled. M E E A N E E, but it is a like district of the region called Miani. It looks just like it's called Miani. Okay. It's a locality south of the city of Napier. Yeah. Also, like Napier is the only place I've ever been that had like so much waterfront property that you'd think would be worth millions of dollars, and it just has like rundown um, industrial buildings sitting on it. Is that because it's going to get um, just shrouded in water in the next 10 years? I mean, probably. It got shrouded in water like six months ago or three months ago. But um, my the weirdest part was just I had no idea, but Napier is like remote as fuck in terms of general 
like that entire east coast is pretty inaccessible yeah i mean we there's a sign outside of taupo that's like you need to get petrol now because there is no nothing for 130 kilometers yeah it's a pain to um go to for gigs it takes forever yeah same with gisborne as well right it takes like eight hours to get anywhere from gisborne uh, yeah, but it's but Napier particularly for some reason, like everywhere everywhere else you can sort of go um, like on the, the way to Wellington, you'll to... hit Palmerston North or something like that. But if you go to Napier, the closest is Palmerston North, and then you've just got Jesus. yeah, because a straight shot for you from New Plymouth would cross straight through um, Tongariro Mountain. Yeah, so yeah. you you inevitably have to go way the fuck down, and there's no good. Yeah. And the Whanganui National the Park is a huge blocker to all the state highways by the look of the map I'm looking at right now. So, yeah, you, you do have yeah, to go to Palmerston and then back up. Yeah, it's um, it's always the longest trip. I mean, yeah. It's three and three quarter hours from Hamilton. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not going from Hamilton, though. No, 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 <laughs> but I mean, it's... it's Because that's almost a straight shot. Like, comparable yeah, distance oh, right. for you, but that's yeah. how long it takes in a straight shot versus you having to go where the fuck around. Yeah. yeah I've never been a Gizby. It's Gizzy. When's the last time I was there? I can never, probably. Nobody has been to Gizby. It doesn't even exist. It's just a concept. No one's bothered to go there to set up. Yeah, it's haunted. <laughs> you can take a ghost tour there. For thirty dollars, but you can also have a workshop there with Calvin Cruikshank. Does he, he live in Gisborne? <laughs> no. I don't know. He lives no, in Gisborne. Oh, really? oh really? Should I find out where his house is and just go stand outside it? Go. I'm go a ghost. <laughs> can you Fucking... see me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a ghost. <laughs> I've got a message for Marianne. Can you can you tell her? Can't guess what, boo. I'm a ghost. <laughs> Tell her I left it in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> la, 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 the other thing. <laughs> oh, no, he lives in Northland. Never mind. Ah, boo. Oh, no one's up there. <laughs> well, I can't pay you $499. Can you just tell her? <laughs> yeah. He definitely looks like the kind of... He definitely looks like the kind of guy who wears his, um, his Ponamu on the outside only for photos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that is a. He wears his ponamu on his sleeve. Yeah. He doesn't he ever do like his top button. He likes to eat bagels <laughs> with salmon. And... He likes. Looks like he's um, shot somebody a shark or a few. Yeah. What is the salmon... times in his life? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take explain the salmon bagel look, Cullum. What is what, what kind of man <laughs> eats salmon bagel? Is it saying that he's fat and wealthy? <laughs> <laughs> no, what I really want is for Cullen to use I mean, that as a fucking line You look like a man that could down a salmon bagel. Oh, you look like the kind of man who eats bagels. You eat bagels with salmon, don't you, big boy? I mean, there's a certain jolly affectation to your facial area. And oh. there's also um, there's this also an upperclassman, seventy. Oh, your fingernail, your fingernail, can't do it without a. 
you believe in healthy things like um, pink uncooked seafood, but you can't yeah. do so without a healthy dose of expensive um, but also tough bread. Is that, oh, your fingernails look like they smell like cream cheese. Here <laughs> to verify. I, believe, <laughs> I bet you know what a caper tastes like. Schmear. <laughs> oh, uh, I bet you use the right word for stuff. <laughs> um, but in in conclusion, I we know that's like a massive North. turn on. Yeah, we know that's a massive turn on for Cullum is using the right words <laughs> for stuff. For stuff, stuff and shit, you know. Mm. But yeah, in conclusion, Napier, pretty gay. <laughs> It, it, you just feel like you're going to be hit by a natural disaster being there. No, you don't. You do. You do, you do not. You absolutely <laughs> do. Have you gone on the beach and it's just like a, a 45 degree angle of gravel into open ocean? It's My not wife a you're deep. talking about, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, we've uh, reached the point now. Did you know you can't actually swim in that beach? Yeah, you can't. It's, it's, it's so. It's so tough, the undertow just pulls you out. Yeah, I mean, you look at the ocean and you're like, yeah, I, I can tell this looks like what English people talk about when they say they're going to the seaside. Yeah. Like it, it, <laughs> yeah. it just looks like you're instantly in the North Sea. It's also the only, not- um, the, only east, the only East Coast beach I've ever been to that had black sand. It looks nice. Oh, I didn't just know they had it. Was it like it's, got, it's um, like two thirds gravel, and then it just becomes black stuff. sand. As well, and it's really loud. Yeah, people were saying it was really loud, but um, we didn't see anything. It was like dead oh, okay. flat the entire time. Oh, okay. But, yeah, every time I've been there, it's looked really rough. Oh, I did notice you come over the hill range and get into town, and it's just suddenly like Australia colours. Like yeah, the, if it was the, all that art deco shit. No, I mean like the light is a yellowier tinge. It was like we crossed over this mountain range and came out of like sort of New Zealand dark green and misty looking, and all of a sudden just Gisborne I was. was uh, I mean Napier was like kind of dry and amber tinted. I was on the same page as Colum. I thought you meant just everything had Australian flag colours to it everywhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could, I didn't really notice that. Ah, no, it was, it was a genuine just like shift. I mean, because East Logan, Coast we, we call like that sunset. Planet. Were you just looking at sunset? Was that no? It was like three yeah. p.m. or something. It's like the sky was really orange, and there was this massive light in the in the sky. <laughs> and he just got raped by aliens. <laughs> it just started looking like the rest of the world. It was really weird. I mean, <laughs> different countries have different light tones. It's a thing. Yeah, no, it's just fun to yeah, shit no, on. No, I believe that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I believe the concept. I just um, did not notice it in Napier. It's because it's, with, it's a generally drier, drier, warmer, drier, quieter part of the country. It's a bit the electric of a town. Yeah. part of the country. Yeah. The, the north's kind of similar. Whereas... Where it feels like the ends of the yurt. And the yurt. I felt like the north had more um, vivid colours. Like everything, the saturation was turned up. So. Yeah, but it does have that. I mean, especially if you go in like summer, it's got that. Everything is so fucking hot and dry that all the grass has gone like a yellowy, burnty color. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, every, every, the East Coast gets that too. Yeah, I, I guess it's just because of growing up in Taranaki, my concept of New Zealand colours is like deep, dark greens of like forests because yeah. it's just always wet all the time. Yeah, green, brown, black, and um, Altham. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. colour that is. but I mean, yeah. as far as New Zealand's concerned, we grew up in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's our review of Mortal Kombat, yeah. if anyone was interested. <laughs> <laughs> I actually start talking about Mortal Kombat. Yeah, let's actually get yeah. into that. Go, Colin. So, tell us about uh, it. The, so the first scene is beautiful the first scene was um pretty yep. much all the mortal Kombat i needed as soon as we got to the arbitrarily created character just so that we could be introduced to the world of mortal Kombat through a child's eyes um i was and not his name's not board. that but i keep calling him in my head cole hauser which i believe is arnold schwarzenegger's character from total Recall. it is indeed yeah. <laughs> cole hauser He's Cole something, right? Yeah, his yeah, name's it, it's yeah Cole Strongman or something basic. Cade oh. <laughs> Jaeger from Transformers. Yeah, pretty much. So, um, the, I mean, first initially I was confused because I was like, that is clearly a half Asian, half white guy that his child to two, that is in the modern era and child to two Japanese people. <laughs> and then well, I realised that he was meant to be like a hundred plus years descendant. Yeah, well, I'd forgotten that he was um, going to be um, related to Scorpion, and I was thinking, is that Kung Lao or is that um, Liu Kang? The whole time. And then they said Cole, and I was thinking, who am I forgetting about that was Cole? Who is Cole? Cole? And we're, we're certain that Did there is Cole, Cole, Cole in a rat. Cola. Cola. No, uh, Cold is, is Sub-Zero. Yeah, is it, yeah no, they Cole. described the baby at the start. It's Cold. Yeah. Is... <laughs> Okay, thank you, Jesse. Back in yeah. your corner. Okay, cool. <laughs> I watched it like an hour ago. I barely paid okay, attention. You didn't watch it, though. Yeah, no, it was, it was a solid 1.5 of a movie. It was, they just subbed out Johnny Cage with his, like, uh, American bravado and replaced him with Captain Boomerang. Yeah. Okay, what no, what, yeah, what I, I couldn't understand is their choice to hinge a sequel like Baton is Johnny Cage. <laughs> Well, because Johnny Cage would be the character everyone would be thinking, where is Johnny Cage? Yeah, but, but you know, if you think of, like, the tentpole characters that you take seriously and kind of Mortal Kombat rides on, it's just the Scorpion-Sub-Zero rivalry, and then you'll probably have a fondness for Raiden and then maybe, like, your favourite character somewhere. And... yeah. I don't think anyone's like, favorite character is Johnny Cage unless they're just somebody who, you know, survived into adulthood thinking that um, punching people in the dick is funny. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> but now that we don't have Kano for the comic relief, we've probably our best bet is Johnny Cage. Anyway. I haven't I finished it. Does Kano die? Yeah. Oh, Spoilers. <laughs> it's no, Mortal Kombat. No one's meant to die. What? See, yeah, I was disappointed a... that Mortal Kombat being Mortal Kombat, like 50% of the characters didn't die. I was expecting, like, Jax would die. I thought um, I knew Kung Lao was going to die. But I I, oh, I really, yeah. You could did tell by the way they made him a prick. Did they not even I put a layer of... I thought the ones I hadn't heard of were going to die. I thought, yeah. like, there was that random fat commando dude 
friend who I'd never heard of, and Bat I was like, Commando hey, dude? and then the Bat Lady. Oh yeah, she'll probably die. Who was the was Bat that? Commando was... dude? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Oh, do you mean the one I called not Axteroth? The one that Jack's um, crushed the skull yeah. of instead of throwing onto the spikes. Yeah, see, I didn't even know, is he a Mortal Kombat character? I, I was hoping I somewhere between the two of you, you'd be able to tell me. Because he had a sledgehammer and his giant bald guy, my first thought was Astaroth from um, from Soul Calibur. He just screams. Uh, bald guy <laughs> with hammer from Mortal Kombat, wasn't he? No. And his name's Captain something. But... Rako. Rako? Captain Rako? Nathan Jones is Rako, yeah. That's the dude from, um, if you remember, uh, there's He's a character from Mortal in Kombat Tek- 4. There's a character from Tekken like oh. 6 and Tekken 5 from back in the day that's based on the dude who played him, Nathan Jones. He's a he's like a pro wrestler. Well, uh, uh, I mean, this is what he looks like in the games. Here you go, viewers. Oh, that <laughs> <Eat> guy. Shit. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah. Podcasts are a visual medium. Steaming mad at dirt. No, but I think the point is who the fuck is this guy? Like, it's it, a body. Is, you know, is a series that you you don't want to kill off, you know, like you give no, some characters their armor um... to. They like, can't introduce all of the best characters because otherwise no one would die. But also they could have just like just world kill protected people. This. They could have also yeah, just, just said this is a, you know, tournament rules now apply so when you murder someone they don't stay dead but they get banished somewhere or some shit so you can bring what? people back to life. In, in, in Mortal Kombat hell is in just another realm of existence so yeah. they could absolutely just have killed like more than 50% of the characters in this film and it wouldn't matter every, for the next every movie. Every game murders everyone and except Liu Kang who stayed dead and then they brought him back as a zombie. Yeah. Which seemed really... Uh, like Sub-Zero's of- character arc basically um, and Scorpion's character arc start when they die. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's... Um, it's Liu Kang, Kung Lao, uh, Jade and Katana, I think. Um, are back as um, as wraiths or um, revenants. They are. That's what they're called, revenants. So I'm expecting that to happen with Kung Lao, presumably, because his soul got sucked out. But that's slightly different to being dead. Yeah. So is is if he sucks your soul out like that, are you just a part of him now, and you're not alive or dead? Yeah. I think you just are owned by him or something. It's like eating your soul. Because yeah, it takes your mana and uses I thought, it. For... I thought Shang Tsung was the one that brought Scorpion back to life in the games. Uh, and he like puppets his soul around and just sticks him on people and convinces those people that whoever he wants them to go after is Sub Zero, so he just tries to kill them. Did that happen? Yeah, because one chance. I'm sure that was a thing. And then, yes. and so Scorpion's was... basically the Mortal Kombat Kratos, right? That he's brought back to life and can't well, he's, be he's, with his family. The, the more I think about it, the more um, Scorpion is basically literally just um, what's his name? The the Marvel comic book character um, with the skull face and the oh. fire. 
Ghost Rider. Yeah, he's just yeah. Ghost Rider. Makes he breeds on people to kill them. He um, he only kills. He's like a. He is a spirit of vengeance. He only kills the people he's sick on. He basically he has a. Yeah, yeah. What's the other one after get over and here? Uh, uh, exclamation mark. Fatality. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, the woman with the wings was. Natara, not yeah. to be fused with Katana or Mataro, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> or Tignatara. That's the character I want to see in a um, Mortal Kombat movie. Tignatara. She's a vampire lady that was supposed to like be looking after her clan because they were going to get genocided. So she joined the thing to double cross some people and destroy an orb or something mm. like that. Can we just all agree that Tignataro is also a Jerry Aylman character. Yes. Before we <laughs> yeah. move on. Okay. So. Um, I think we can we can yeah. reverse that around and say Jerry Aylman is played by Tignataro. Yeah. Um. So oh, we'll, we'll just um we'll me to you out of the original Timobots column and replace you with Tignataro. We'll screen screen you green screen her in to replace your scenes. Yeah, just I'm really surprised we didn't get a Cyrex or one of those guys. Because that's a sort of an update kind of thing. That's they're a sequel move, man. Yeah, that's no, when they bring but they're the in game one. They're in the, no, no they're, not. they're in the sequel. Yeah, Mortal Kombat 2. No, and... one, of them's in the, one of them's in the second one, and then more come in in the third one. I think just yeah. Cyrat or Ermat. They're both in the um, oh, okay. no, they, Mortal they're... Kombat Annihilation movie. They're in Ultimate Mortal Kombat, which I think is like a re-release. Uh... Oh, okay. Ultimate Mortal Kombat is a, is a port of Mortal Kombat 3. So yeah, no, Mortal Kombat 3 is the first appearance. But the first three games uh, visually look exactly the same. Okay. Well, they're, they're all just ports, aren't they? Is the second one even its own game? Or is, oh, yeah, it does have different characters, yeah. But they're they're basically just line. roster yeah. and map swaps, I think, but they have the exact same functional. Yep. Yeah, and then a couple more palette swaps for the ninja. And I would like to see a modern Mortal Kombat that actually does the proper... Um, mocap stuff performance capture you mean the character oh okay yeah, I mean, <laughs> so just, uh, real <laughs> human beings in the costumes and then um film all the animations and then turn them into sprites what about for mocap they still um, do that it, though don't they That's no cool. not yeah, yeah but i mean games. i mean like mortal kombat one styles where you've got like an actual photo of a person that's been digitized <laughs> and yeah. okay yeah and then you then they end up all suing you when you get popular out of nowhere. Because <laughs> I, I think the last game to do that and actually release was something called Bikini Karate Babes. <laughs> and like the and I'm just like... Logan, and I'm just assuming that's possibly the thing that isn't the thing that I've definitely been watching on playing no. on repeat for the last 12 hours. <laughs> I remember it being in a, um, a magazine... I like a, a game reviews <laughs> magazine I had as a kid. That you found in your granddad's basement. <laughs> this is this is the exact image I remember from that. You got molested by it next to a train seat or something. Yeah, rolled yeah. up under a garden gnome. <laughs> found it in the light. Logan, that is not a game. 
but that no, is also actually, going on our Instagram page. It actually is. <laughs> um, is it still a what? game? I, That's the question. I need to take a look at it. The important thing to note is that the um, developing company, their Wikipedia has a red link, so it, it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> the page has been deleted. I think, importantly, the other Mortal Kombat movies were so shit, and it's been so long that this one is passable just by being better than that. And I think yeah, I it, mean, wasn't, it wasn't a great movie, but it, it deserved to exist. It was an improvement on the model. I mean, all it really needed to do was accurately show cool fight scenes that have Mortal Kombat levels of violence in them. Oh, well, let's talk about that, because it, it fucking... It, the whole Questionably thing was set before Mortal Kombat. The whole thing was set before Mortal Kombat even started, so that you could do all sorts of different stuff and not arc it around the sort of the tournament structure. And then what they yeah. did right at the end with their last ten minutes is create a mini tournament structure anyway, and threw yeah. all of that away, all of that potential. So, do you think that was intentional, so that you actually get to like movie two or movie three, and then have the core roster together? and do Mortal Kombat proper. Yeah, I guess by the time they want you to go to the Mortal Kombat tournament, they'll want Johnny Cage, won't they? Uh, yeah. yeah. How many other main characters will they kill to get to that point? Well, who well, is the, the original lineup? That was Johnny Cage, Sonya Blade, Jax, Scorpion, Sub-Zero was in there. Last Liu Kang Kung Lao. Hero. Yeah, Liu Kang Kung Lao. Um, and... Goro Katana. is just a mini boss. He's not a playable character, eh? No, he's a sub boss no, that he, comes before. He was Shang. like the last boss in the first Shokan, one. Yeah. Oh, before Shang Tsung. Was it Shang Tsung you yeah. fight last? Yeah, what about and, Shao Kahn? Uh, um, Shao Kahn was, was shown in an image, but he's not in the movie. And the secret character in one was Reptile. It was the yep. unlocked. Right, one. so that's why he was. One? Yeah. This is only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven characters in the original. Yeah. So, I mean, they got most of them. In fact, did they get them all except for Johnny Cage? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then the but their choices of enemies, which again, yeah, like we're saying, probably is just so that they can kill them all off without um, yeah. issue. Yeah. But but I'm still weirded out by the death of Melina. Yeah, I was going to say, that it doesn't make sense to kill Melina because there's so much lore behind her. But did they so kill Melina in this one? Yeah, she gets yeah, one the... shot casually mid-fight with somebody else. Huh. She's, like, about to take somebody out. Uh, I think about to take... Wouldn't you use, like, Jade or Shiva for that? Like, yeah, well, they, keep they Melina alive? Yeah. Um, well, you don't want Jade right because she's the one that's worth... Kodal Khan, yeah. And that becomes like a ladder. You might chuck out Shiva, yeah. but um, Or maybe, um, what's the blood chick called? Scarlet. She's pretty expendable. Maybe put her in and get her killed. Yeah, I don't... I don't oh, Shiva you, you could only introduce later on because she's like... She's trying she to recapture the, um, the glory of Goro, after Goro's death, right? Oh, okay. Maybe that'll help. I feel like that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a thing. Um, I'm sure eventually there's like an alternate that has a fucking, um, is a centaur. 
Yeah, that's Motaro. Ignataro. He was in Mortal Kombat the, Annihilation. The centaur, right. the centaur people are at odds with the double armed dragon people um, because oh, okay. Shatan teamed up with the centaur people and. Because um, they're like, double, double arms are better. No, double legs are better. And that's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What um, Shao Kahn teamed up with the um, centaur people and basically almost wiped out the dragon people, I think. The four-armed oh, people. Okay. And so, and now they're like a slave race or something like that. To that What's effect. Baraka's people? What's Baraka? Is he a... They're, they are Tarkatans. Yeah. So they're like a slave race too. Tarkatan. Striker they could have put in with the good guys and had him die. Baraka the rapper. Or mocap. <laughs> mocap? What? Noob Cybot. There's a rumour that John yeah. Cena might He's play Striker. Uh, there's a character called Mocap Logan, if that's the bit that you've heard. Oh, okay. Time I randomly say Mocap. Yes, yes, I have. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, aware of, um, I'm aware of Noob Cybot. I didn't know they went as bad as going just Harris Mocap. <laughs> yeah. Smoke, um, which I'm honestly surprised yeah. isn't spelt S M O A K. No, that's a CW move right there to call your person somebody smoke and spell smoke different. Is, um, but the yeah the movie just he's like a Brooklyn accented Joey Wheeler with a schooner with, with, with no origin who's just yeah. on a different world for no apparent reason because it the fact that he's there makes it confusing because they establish that the realms sort of gather together their fighters but then um, Shang Tsung has a whole bunch of humans fighting for him or at least two yeah. Well, um, Natara is from a different realm totally anyway. She's not even from Outworld. And Cabal um, is the Black Dragon, which is an Earth thing, but like they're all um, just mercenaries for hire, so who cares anyway? But um, yeah, a yeah, lot of his team what... aren't actually from Outworld, and neither is he. <laughs> yeah, because the, the... No. The rules the the games establish, uh, the movie establishes, sort of suggests that you are limited to creatures from your own realm, like world, yeah. and that 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 nature itself sort of dictates that you don't really get a choice. Yeah, but I think Outworld um, relegated a bunch of other realms under its moniker or something, and that's something. Yeah, well, Outworld's more like just just like a, a, a nexus of different shit with. Mitre's right kind of rules, right? Yeah, I think even was it Eternia or whatever with all the women in it? They're one of the ones that's just been um, Eternia, isn't that where um, Conan the where Barbarian's from? That's where he, no, that's He Man, isn't it? Is that yeah. 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 yeah, that's where you find all the karate babes, like bikini karate babes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Asteria, Eternia, something like that, whatever. Jade is from there, I think. Wisteria Lane. Yeah, Hold on, if I go on there. Oh, Edenia. Edenia, yeah. Or Edenia, so I don't know. So the, the, the realms are Earth Realm, Outworld, Edenia, Nether Realm, and Heaven. 
And there's also the Chaos one and the and the Order one, but they only existed in Mortal Kombat 4. And there's yeah. a Vampire World as well. Well, those aren't listed on this list. The non-canon color. This is the Mortal Kombat wiki. And yeah, well, Heaven reading... is just the gods and Raiden. I was um, reading that from the Tara's story and from um, the Chaos dude, Havoc. That's his name. Mikey Havoc? Yeah. That all just happened in Mortal Kombat 4 and it didn't go down very well, so it didn't get revisited. Cole Young. Oh, he's on the wiki now, just as movie character Cole Young. Huh. Uh, You know they're going to introduce him as a game character in Mortal Kombat 12. Yeah, bring him Yeah. What's his fighting style? I barely watched the movie. Um, He's an MMA fighter. His fighting style is flak jacket. His fighting style is losing. <laughs> now they, they all pro- start the movie by establishing that he used to be a good fighter or something, but he sucks and mostly just loses fights for money. But right. it yeah. doesn't say yeah, that I'm... he throws the fights. So it implies it just that he just them. he used to be good at fighting, but now he sucks. But he still not. gets paid, yeah. Okay. And he, he fought... Yeah, well, he gets paid like 200 bucks a fight at short Yeah, moment, which is, so I'm pretty sure... Um, Trying to keep yourself alive and recover from fights costs more than two hundred dollars. Yeah, right. that's what I was thinking when I saw it. Like, and his wife supports him, even though his wife seems like she has a job and he's a deadbeat husband. <laughs> yeah. Also, the scenes until they presented the wife seemed like he was just hanging out with a really young girlfriend. I thought it was his his um sister, like a little sister or something. Like but it didn't establish the dynamic until they meet the mum somewhere. So you just have this weird scenes of him like it, it bouncing explicit, back and forwards. You got, and... you got vibes of like, hey, kiddo. And she's just like wants to be a fighter or something. And she hangs out with him. I don't know. Yeah, but there's, there's ways to do that without any ambiguity. Yeah, but why should you? <laughs> well, why not just I, because people like me and Charlotte got a weird sense of, like, is this his daughter or his girlfriend? <laughs> why is his girlfriend, like, 14? <laughs> Serena, you could absolutely kill her. Oh, but she's from she? she's from Nether Realms. She's a servant of Quan Chi. Okay. I, I guess this movie was technically holding off on the Nether Realm stuff. True, yeah, it must have been, Because eh? it just mentioned hell for Scorpion, nothing about just him being... The Nether Realm stuff will just be a way to um, explain bringing more characters back from the dead oh, later true, on, yeah. I imagine. Nice uh, champions of that realm, usually, as well. So yeah. they could establish a Mortal Kombat. Actually do a tournament. <laughs> I... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell like whether you were Kombat. actually making a point or whether you were just going, truly, they were a Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I was doing both. Um, they, were, they, did, they never got around to doing Mortal Kombat. They kept cheating for so long before it even started that everyone died. Yeah, he was trying to um, run and do Mortal Kombat before Mortal Kombat to not have to do Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah. And then he yeah. fails and what? Mortal Kombat happens anyway. Yeah. And the, um, I think even in the games, the um, punishment for breaking any of the rules of Mortal Kombat is, to, is Mortal Kombat. Yep. <laughs> you just get banished to the nether realm. 
No, you just have to do a Mortal Kombat tournament if you break one of the rules of the Mortal Kombat tournament. If you bring an army into another realm and fuck everyone up, they're like, that's not on. You have to Mortal Kombat now. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, it's essentially like playing Yu-Gi-Oh! or um, drifting in Fast (laughs) and the Furious. Like, it's just, there's no way to not end up having car games or driving cars. Hey, that murder was uncalled for. You go to the murder ring and murder each other. <laughs> yeah. That's a paddling. Witchery. Um, okay, so the original Behan Sub-Zero becomes um, Noob Cybot. Yeah. Yep. And then the, the next one is his little... Is it cousin or brother or son or something like that anyway? But he's all of a bit all of uh, There's been like four Sub-Zeros. Is there? I thought it was all the There's same like dude. Sub-Zero, uh, s- the other Sub-Zero, Cyber Sub-Zero, a girl Sub-Zero. A dog Sub-Zero. Yeah, Frost Frost is a different one altogether, but the it's Sub-Zero moniker I think, yeah. had only been worn by um, one other dude. Anyway. Um, oh, where's part of the where's part of the movie is when Cole... Um, gives up and goes home and forgets that the reason that he wasn't home was so that they couldn't track him home and kill his family, <laughs> which they then attempt to do when Whoops. he gives wow. up. Throws his hat out, throws in the towel and then goes home, forgets the reason why he wasn't at home and the fact that he's doing it to save the earth. <laughs> and then... Then his um, family gets murdered. Or it turns up. No, nah, they don't, because he, he breaks through. Something about yeah, this he, line makes me happy. Bihan and Kwai Liang were born to a cryomancer father and a Chinese-American mother. And <laughs> <laughs> one of those is a cold-hearted bitch, and it's not the Frost. <laughs> He's from Cryoman. Uh, yeah, it's cryomancers are race, and He's so is Chinese-American. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's in Crimea. <laughs> Oh uh, shit! There's okay. also Ashra, which is like a Ashra. Ashra. She's a yeah. See, there are only two un- incarnations of Sub Zero, both of whom are siblings. Yeah, oh, they are siblings. So My then, Cyber Sub Zero. Yeah. That's the woman, isn't it? There's Bai Han, who's the older brother, and he apparently yeah, he's Bai Quai Liang. Long, who's not by yeah and um, no frost is the um is the girl one she's from the same she's from the tribe way yeah mm. but um she was always a little bit too aggressive and assholey so she never got the kind of power that she wanted and there might be an undercurrent of her thinking that it's um either nepotism or sexism or something but she ends up double crossing everybody and she's um cyberized Cyberization of Jesus, gotcha. Yeah. And so Cyber Sub Zero replace Smoke as a cyborg in the second timeline. Okay, thanks. Yeah, because every timeline was... needs a cyborg, you know? Ah, uh, a Smoke and Cyber Sub Zero the same person, or is Smoke and Noob Cybot part of a combo? I don't know. No, Sub Zero was Noob... turned into a cyborg against his will and. Smoke was saved by Raiden from the Cyber Lin Kuei. Yeah, because I thought the Lin Kuei were kid- human. Noob Cybot kidnapped. They are, but they do a deal. Smoke. They do a deal with somebody that makes them cyberized. I thought Lin Kuei was um, 
was was scorpions trot no that's the ice people uh, um the ryu the ryukishin the um shirai ryu is scorpions people oh okay but the the i thought the linkway weren't the ones that cyberized it was the the third party there's like yeah, the the, the, the more um oh they might have splintered but it's the linkway that do cyberize but Sub-Zero doesn't. Uh, yeah, he might refuse or something. Because um, it's all a big double-cross. This... Like, but they get their... Because they get their um, sentience taken away. They become slaves when they get cyberized. Yeah. They, they, they try and grab progress as quickly as they can, but the end result is they actually get tricked into just becoming an army of robots. Robots. Which I feel like, weirdly, Kano facilitate yeah probably yeah (laughs) i sell guns and apparently i'm a fucking robot scientist oh facilitates in that one no i thought he just sold bodies to the yeah yeah i'm i'm sure he no i'm sure he actually sells them once they've been cyberized ah okay yeah that would make sense Okay, so it's just from one of the alternate timeline games. Sub Zero gets cyberized, uh, and he also bleeds blue, and it's believed to be a refrigerant. Uh, okay. Good times. All right. No, the the um, the thing was written in such fucking yeah. fucked ass English; it was almost impossible to get gain any information from it. Yeah, you don't go on the fan wikis because they're written terribly. Go on, just go on um, Wikipedia. Just go on my fan wiki. Oh, yeah, just go on my <laughs> fan wiki. I don't know what that is. Column just sets up his own Wikipedia. Column just sets up sets up his own Wikipedia pages that explain how bad other Wikipedia pages are. <laughs> it was either that or Column actually right. has his own. Um, it's pronounced Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, okay, well that's our show. Did You're we welcome. discuss Stowaway last time? Uh, I've got to go, so no. Um, did we discuss what was Stowaway? Hang on. The like um, Netflix movie about no, we space. Dis- we we discussed that I needed to watch it, and I did, and it sucks. Yeah, it does doesn't I it? So I was so bored. What the fuck is up with Anna Kendrick's knees? Yeah, that was the scariest part about it. Are you aware of this film, Colin? Um, only about you guys talking about um, how Anna Kendrick's knees are scary. I do remember right, you well, saying that was that, the scariest that's part. Your, that's, that's your homework. Go watch yeah. that movie. It's on I Netflix. wouldn't bother. No, make him watch it. Cause that's the takeaway. <laughs> that's the territory we need to I'll get Google into is where you'll force each other to... And a Kendrick knee. Okay, if we're forcing each other to watch things, you guys both got to watch the Poe Keepsy tapes. Poe Keepsy tapes. Oh, yeah, the thing that tapes. we... It's that's a, what it's we talked a... about on the last episode. Did we? Yeah. No, Did we? we? Is that the, I, I don't think I'd the... watched it yet. It's a found footage movie about a... Um, oh, no, there was the other A serial that killer that recorded all his killings on tapes and then the police found the tapes and... No, what was the other tapes thing that we'd watched about UFOs? We talked oh, about that the, 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 the... Did we? The, no, we, the, I, I the thought McGillicuddy we talked about tapes. The, 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 the Bigfoot one. No, we talked about the UFO. Oh, we talked about the Sasquatch. Bigfoot Blue, Blue Witch. 
Uh, we talked about uh, UFO movie found footage. Yeah, it was like the first found footage movie. It's called the um, McClellan oh, yes, or yeah. something. You you shared that with us, and I watched like the first ten minutes of it. I was like, whoa! I I I was thinking it's. I always thought it was shitty acting of those kinds of movies, but if this is the first, it is the first found footage movie. Yeah. Well, you neglected to tell me that it's an actual. It is. I don't just a think movie. I forgot. I oh, okay. Yeah, and I was like, oh, people actually act like this. But does it turn no, out no, they it was, don't, and it was an hour I, long. I think yeah. American yeah. families do. The McPherson tape. Yeah, plus, that's what it was. Yeah, McPherson tape. That's not McClellan. But McClellan was, sounds like a name associated with some sort of rape. <laughs> <laughs> the Poughkeepsie takes also sound like that, but that's cool. Um, yeah. Poughkeepsie is another, it's another found footage um fake documentary that's it's it was one of those ones that was kind of the uh production company pretended it wasn't quite um like it was just real footage you watch what cube yeah really you haven't seen that before i would have thought you would have given your uh i thought i was weird for only having watched cube like last year I thought we all watched it at some point. No, no, I oh, watched man. it really recently. It was on my list of like, how the hell have I not seen Cube yet? Well, given the amount, I draw the line at Cube Two Hypercube. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah, the amount that Cullum knows about like Pinhead and Hellraiser, I would have thought you watched Cube because yeah, and, and Cube is like that sort of shit. One of those sort yeah. of seminal yeah, there's a couple, horror. There's a couple of body horror ones that I, I want to watch that I haven't got around. What to, else is but... there? I cannot remember any of the names. It's basically the ones where the coolest transformational stuff happens. And this is not including Cube, obviously, but... It all, so, it all comes so, back to Transformers for you. It's gonna, <laughs> you just want to turn meat puppets into other meat puppets. Um, so it's just yeah. the director's cut of Event Horizon. Oh, nah. Nah, it's better than that. Because apparently there's an un, there's an unreleased version of um, Event Horizon that adds an extra like forty minutes worth of body gore that never got released. Oh, okay. Does that add anything to the film? I think it just pushes it from an R eighteen to an NC seventeen. Okay. <laughs> that, that that movie, I get. There's like so much conflicting sort of retrospective discussions of it on YouTube and stuff where some people are like, you actually look back at this and it's it's like better than it was ever given credit for. And there's other people that are like, no, it's still trash. Even if it is better than it was given credit for, it's still trash. Wait, no, but it's it's not even that. It's just like, nah, it's, it, it was trash then, it's trash now. Yeah, but even if it's not as bad as it was told it was back then, it's like, it's still, you know, it went from one yeah, to two. Like, it doesn't really execute any ideas well or anything like that. I'm trying to remember what those movies... I was watching one of those um, movie channels that go... I think the, the, um, the name of the video was literally, if you like Hellraiser, you'll, these movies are like Hellraiser or something. And two or three of them really stuck out to me. And you hadn't watched Midnight Meat Train, had you? No, we were making no. jokes about that last time, and he didn't yeah, get and you them. were like, "What is Midnight Meat Train?" Yeah, no, it's it's just Vinnie movie. Jones kills people and then pulls out their little flesh balls and <laughs> yeah, it kills like Ted Raimi and stuff on a train. Uh, I'm a, is it? I think I'm yeah, on 
an ad for that is on YouTube as well. Bradley Cooper in that movie or just some Bradley Cooper analog? Midnight Meat Tron. Midnight Meat Tron. Check it and see. Story by Clive Barker. <laughs> Screenplay by Clive. Yeah, so you should. Leslie Bird. Bradley Cooper was in that movie. Who was Bradley Cooper? And Brooke Shields, for some reason. And Brooke Shields, <laughs> check it and see. <laughs> Yeah, I believe Bradley Cooper plays the guy who finds the midnight meat train. Yeah, it's it's just like a guy being more and more fascinated with violence, right? Yep. And then he ends up, yeah, the the meat train's actually like a portal to a different dimension and shit like that. It's it's probably still technically within the same like hell universe. Well, even Hellraiser isn't technically in the same Hell universe as it keeps being in subsequent movies. No, but it is that a Clive Barker thing, or is that a like production company thing? It's a production company thing, like something like Six, Seven, and Eight, or something like that. They weren't even supposed because he lost the rights to things, right? Yeah, yeah, they they just took um, generic horror movies and were like, "This would be a great Hellraiser movie. Let's put Pinhead in it." Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Somebody should the, just recut it with meat training. <laughs> they needed to keep retaining the rights to Pinhead, didn't they? So they just kept yeah, pumping movies right. out, and then eventually uh, yeah. he managed to get it back. Yeah. Yes, that's all those big. The next one, the next one being talked about, is going to have Clive Barker involved in it. So that's kind of exciting. Oh, okay. Potentially. Has anyone started yeah. watching that superhero series on Netflix? Jupiter Legacy. Yeah. It's dog shit. It's, it, it looks like it would be. I may, I got to like 30 minutes into the first episode and it was just just absolute bullshit. All the fight scenes I've seen, and not that yep. I'd watch things for the fight scenes, but they look like CW. Yep. No, worse than that. They're way worse. Oh. It's, power, it's like Power Rangers level. There were, there were moments in the first like 20 minutes that were like keeping me interested vaguely because they were doing flashbacks to like 1930s America. So, and yeah. the set pieces for all of that were quite good. And then they kept jumping forward to people in stupid costumes doing stupid things. And it, it was like watching an episode of Beetleborgs. <laughs> I mean, you knew it was kind of crap when um, the the biggest pull they have is Josh. Josh Duhamel. Du, du, Duhamel. <laughs> yeah. He, he quit like on Fergie, so I can't abide by that. Or are they still well, married? Am I making Duhamel that up? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Josh Duhamel and <laughs> Fergie were married. <laughs> yep, they yeah, were. They were, but yeah. the question is, Peak... was he Pete Fergie? <laughs> or, or did well, they... uh, probably. That was like... Peak Fergie to us was like 80 episodes ago. Um, Jeez, that dude's so he... good looking for almost 50. What, Fergie? Yeah. <laughs> That's a handsome woman. 2009 to 2019. Oh, I forgot to mention for the podcast as well that um, Liu Kang is I... ridiculous part in new MK. That's a very attractive <laughs> man. He's just so cut. He's like, when I say he's like peak, um, he's peak, he's peak Bruce Lee levels of cut. Yeah, that's what you said. I just said he looked like a yeah. Asian, um, young... <laughs> you just talked about um, banging him. <laughs> he looked like a young... Um, what's the name of the guy that's being done because his wife said that he was abusing her? Um, he's a pirate man, you know. Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. 
Johnny Depp, yeah, he's like a young Asian Johnny Depp, but cut to shit. Yeah. Like a, oh, a, speaking a, of um, somebody's ex-wife, so you know what I read in the right. headline today? What's that? <laughs> Basically, the reason Melinda Gates is leaving Bill is because of his association with Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Hey, where did you read that? Um, it's a Guardian article. Oh, shit. <laughs> Basically, she couldn't abide by him being associated with him, and that eventually led to their divorce. How did the Guardian... Eventually? Like, what, after 30 years that well, eventually led to started, their divorce? She yeah. started talking to lawyers about... Right. Because yeah. um, well, he's always maintained that his connection to Thingy was strictly, like, on a... This guy knows people who donate money. I want to talk. I've been told I should talk to him, mm. but I never ended up doing anything financially with him. But he did stay at his house. Which we've... Melinda's, Melinda is continuing to work with Bill Gates professionally, though, on their joint yeah. project. So there's not a huge amount of um, outrage clout that's going on there. If she's still having that much to do. No, but the way the article states the quote from her is like kind of that caused a rift between us that led to the dissolution of our marriage. So it's very much like she might not be against him as a person, but she can't condone things he's done maybe. or But also I don't know what her, like just because she's working for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation doesn't mean she actually has to interact with Bill necessarily. True. Though I suppose yeah, I mean, part of your job is always working together for. Yeah. Um, she, I suppose, yeah, she could donations. just be displeased with his complicity or something. Oh, no. Um, Peak Fergie began and basically ended before the marriage. Oh, okay. So Josh Dumal had nothing to do with Peak Fergie. No, no Josh Dumal life. came a year after the Duchess album. <laughs> <laughs> or the uh, the Duchess era ended. So two thousand and six to two thousand and eight is officially the peak per- Fergie period. Second, she's only released two albums. Yeah, the rest were just Black Eyed Peas albums. Yeah, she did the Duchess and then Double Duchess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shit. She was. She had already left Peak Fergie by the time he climbed on, and then it never lasted. And, uh, and they believe... would have been dating since 2004, and then they got married during Peak Fergie. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. Just but I'm, I'm arguing when she made the shift to marriage, it tied her down and um, killed her creativity. Peak Fergie ran out. Yeah. Through yeah. uh, Peak Fergie is, is not a tied woman. She no, but... Just... No. So pre-Peak Fergie was her being addicted to crystal meth? <laughs> yeah, she was a... And she was a lesbian at that time I thought probably just to get more crystal meth yeah just functionally I thought <laughs> like, I thought the I thought the thing was just everyone blew dudes when they wanted drugs I didn't know there was like um it's just be gay for drugs for drugs yeah yeah let's just do whatever you can for drugs no I think the point was in order to get drug money only men are that seedy <laughs> they would trade drug money for sex yeah. The, the men that provide the money, not the men that, yeah. Yeah. 
So but the real question, know. though, is what drugs was she on to um, bang Peter Petrelli in that music video that time? He he was coming off of um, Gilmore Girls. His, his no, his leading role in that superhero TV show. You mean it's the one heroes? with all the heroes in it? What's it called? <laughs> oh, is it called Hero? <laughs> yeah. Ten Crings Heroes. Yes. Uh, something about a cheerleader and then a. Save the cheerleader, bang the Japanese dude yeah. called and the Japanese Hero. who Japanese guy who fetishized her or something. Was, yeah. Nakumura. And also Israel and Palestine are fighting again. That's that's not very peak Fergie. Yeah. Did you watch that video I sent through though? Yeah. Uh, of I the, the of the all the rockets the... come up and then you just watch counter rocket rockets fly up and just all blow them up in the sky. They can do that with like rocks and shit too. That, that advanced, you can just throw yeah. anything at something, and in real time, those things would just come up and blow shit out of the sky. Missile shields, yeah, which theoretically the US has, and a lot of those countries have for nukes as well. But mm. um, well, it's advanced but- enough that it could detect something that's going to attack the entire country and defend it, not just um, Jerusalem. Like yes, yeah. positioned all the way around the bloody country. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna. Am I gonna pass judgment on Israel or Palestine? I think that's. Uh, um. An issue that I lack the energy currently to sarcastically <laughs> respond. Not, not, not. I don't feel like I have the. Um, not that I don't feel like I have the... This is the point in the podcast usually, Colin, where we just let Logan talk himself into a corner about Jews. Yeah. <laughs> and then we is, end it. Logan is the resident Jew. <laughs> uh, you'll pick a side when it comes to Fergie and Joshua Dumal, but it's not getting in the middle of Israel and Palestine. Um, <laughs> as I said, I only said that because I don't have a lot of energy, not because I, it's not an issue I consider too weighty to... Th- to weigh in on <laughs> he was just in Logan too tired to hate Jews um, <laughs> he'll try it again tomorrow <laughs> uh, and that's our episode Jesus yeah. I'm watching this fight scene you sent through this is terrible oh yeah it's yep. just it's just all manner of dog shit and the enemy they're fighting is just yeah, it's an a- arguably a better representation of Apocalypse than was in the actual movie featuring Apocalypse, but... Good lord. Yeah. <sighs> Alright, this has been our episode. Yeah, this has been Wide Shut. He's been your guest, Cullum, and the other one's been your your host, Logan. And he's been he's your guest, guest. Treat each other better than that. I'm sorry, you don't get to moralize on our show. Yeah, right. You know what? We're going to edit you out of this entire episode, you pretty. Yeah. yeah. Also, hey, there's not you. I was working on my sign off. No, yes, I'm but you over you overspoke my sign off, which is half of the <laughs> sign off of the two hosts of the show. Okay. I'll Louise will be in touch. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. you're fired. Yeah, no, we're not doing it again. Piece of shit. No, but um, come back onto the show anytime, Colin. You're more than welcome. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you'll hear him again. Yeah. If we keep up this momentum of one episode a month, <laughs> where we mostly watch all of the same things to review together, um, yeah, we can get into a 
We might, <laughs> we might be. A, yeah. <laughs> strike, strike while the iron is peak. <laughs> yeah, right, peak Fergie. Year five of the podcast. I'm feeling like it's our time. Oh god. <laughs> oh. All right, you sons of bitches. Arrivederci. Arrivederci.